Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, girl, I'm glad that you're here. We are going to be talking about a really juicy topic today, which is pretty much going to apply to a lot of people, especially women, because that's who I really want to help. And we are talking about overcoming your insecurities. So I want to share a few things with you to help you kind of navigate how to build your self up, how to build your confidence back up and how to really overcome your insecurities. The first thing I want to talk to you about is practicing self-acceptance, doing things like affirmations. Now, I know for some people it's like oh, affirmations, but you guys, here is the thing. You have to put positive things into your head because if you're constantly putting negative things in your head, that becomes your reality. So you have to switch that and just start reading or writing and putting it on a mirror. Affirmations, positive affirmations to remind you to think that way. If you're not one of those people that naturally lean to thinking about the good or the positive, you have to train yourself to do that. You have to remember that when you start going down the path of negative thoughts, leave clues and reminders around your area or set alarms on your phone with a positive affirmation. That way you start training your mind to when it starts going to the negative thoughts, it turns around and it goes to positive. I think that knowing your strengths is really important. You have to know what your strengths are, lean on those, get really, really good with those. And then the things that you feel you have a weakness towards or you need to get better at, just practice those. It is okay. We all have strengths and weaknesses. But the problem, I think, is that a lot of times we focus on our weaknesses and we totally forget that we have a whole list of things that we're really, really good at. You have to remember that everybody is flawed. No matter what you see on social media, everybody is flawed. A lot of people don't even look like what you're looking at. My mind this year has been blown to see how many people are editing their pictures, using these like videos to change the shapes of their bodies, to completely change what their face looks like. I'm not trying to be funny, but I do think about this sometimes. <laughs> so I'm going to share it with you guys. I feel really bad for people that are trying to find their soulmate online because think about it. Imagine a guy trying to like find their future wife and they see this girl and they went to go meet her and she shows up and looks nothing like her pictures. How insane is that? Because that's honestly what we're living in a lot of cases. And I'm not saying everybody's doing it, but unfortunately there is way too many people feeling, right? Because you don't do this unless you're insecure about how you look. There is way too many people feeling like they have to change how they look. And why is that? Because we have allowed this world to tell us what beautiful is, what we should look like, how we should dress, how we should act, everything about us to the point that it just removes who you truly are until you take your power back and go, no, I'm not going to allow this world to change who I am. You have to ask yourself, what is your belief in looks? What do you believe and is so important to you? And then just do that. Because what we see is not realistic. The covers on the magazines are not real. The way that celebrities are shown on photos, that's not real. 
You know, one of the things that I respect about Cardi B is the fact that she will go to the store with no makeup, looking a hot mess and own it. And you look at it and go, I love that because we go to the store looking a hot mess. It's relatable. It's real. You have to remember that society sets super unrealistic expectations on what beauty is. That is not what beauty is. So you have to have your own standards of what beauty is. You have to know what's important to you and then go with that. The next thing I think that we should focus on is facing your insecurities. A lot of times we want to ignore it or fix it. You know, we want to find a solution. Well, I don't look like this, so I want to go get surgery. Or even with weight loss, you know, you may go, oh, well, I want to lose all this weight because I want to look like this. And here is the thing that I think that we forget to ask ourselves. Why? Okay. Why is it important to you? And there's going to be legitimate reasons that you're going to find. And that's cool right? If it's right for you, then you do you. I'm not saying that people shouldn't get surgery to change the way they look. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we all need to make sure that the decisions that we make on how we feel or how we look are based on our own opinions, not doing things because of the world telling us that that's how it should be. And so for me, I'll use myself as an example. When I was overweight, I wanted to lose weight. Yes, because I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be fit, but also I wanted to feel good. I wanted my energy. I wanted mental clarity. I wanted to change my lifestyle. And I knew that the way that I was living was not working for me. So I took action and I started working out and I started eating better and my body started changing. So it was important to me and I knew why. It wasn't because people were calling me fat. It wasn't because people thought I looked weird or thought whatever. It was none of that. I didn't care about that. Does it hurt your feelings when other people are talking about you? Yeah, absolutely. But ultimately, the decision I made was based on how I wanted to feel and what I thought was important to me. So you have to ask yourself, what are your insecurities and face them? And then that way, when you face them, you're able to come up with solutions. Find out if it's around a specific issue. And then you can find personal development. You can really get deep into the feeling, the rooted feeling, and even seeking counseling. There's so many people that go to counseling to try to figure out what is going on and find a solution to how they feel. And then accepting that if it's in your control to change, then go for it. If it's important to you, go for it. But if it's something that you can't change, you can't live your life feeling insecure about something you can't change. At some point, you have to accept it and just move on. I also want you to take a look at what's on your list of goals in your life. Could the feeling of lack of insecurity come from maybe you not reaching certain goals? Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're not succeeding? There's a reason that you feel insecure about certain things. And a lot of times, if you look at maybe the goals that you're setting, it may be that you're missing a goal or you're needing to change how you're going about reaching those goals that's leaving you feeling insecure, unsuccessful. And so it may be coming from that. So re-looking at your list, making sure that you're setting realistic goals and that you have actions behind each one that you're going to take every single day. And that your action is actually doable, that there are things that you are able to do. My fourth tip is taking a look at who you're around and if those people are putting you down. One of the things that I want to talk to you about is your spouse. Is your spouse supportive of the goals that you're trying to achieve? Or does he put you down because he has insecurities himself? Because a lot of times when we look at this, this specific area, 
It's not that your spouse isn't being supportive. It's that your spouse has insecurities himself. So with this, you just have to sit down and have a conversation. And here's the thing. I'm a true believer that whether your spouse is supportive or not, you can go after your goals. It's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's to me, it's two completely different things. Like you can go after your goals because people, no matter who they are, need to understand that as individuals, we have certain goals, a vision for our lives, things that we want to do that are important to us. And with those things, I don't believe that it's up to you to give them up because someone else doesn't like them. If it's that important, then I don't recommend people giving up on their dreams. Because if you give up on your dreams, you're going to live your life and you're going to regret it. And you might resent that person for making you give up on your dreams. I do believe that having conversations, finding a balance, agreeing to disagree, understanding why things are important. When you're in a relationship, communication goes a long way. And a lot of times people just don't understand why something is really important. But if you talk about it, it becomes so much more clear and they're able to support you. So have those conversations. But at the end of the day, know that if it falls within that list of this is something I have to do because I'm that passionate about it, then do it. You don't need anybody's permission. Also taking a look at are you around people who are doing the things that you want to do? You know, when we're feeling insecure, it doesn't help to be in a group of people that don't have any aspirations to their life. People who are also insecure, because that's just not going to help you. You have to get into a situation where you are surrounded by people who are going after it, doing the things so that you can find some of that spark and take that and go for it. So take a look at who's in your group. And it doesn't mean that if your friends aren't pursuing the things that you think are important, that's not what this is. You can have friends who are all about what they want to be about, but you can't only surround yourself with those type of people. You have to have a circle of people who inspire you to be better or else you're just going to stay the same. You're going to stay where you're at. There's a saying that I saw a while back that I absolutely loved. And it was, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. That is so true. If you walk into the room and you're the smartest person in there, girl, you need to find a different room. Making sure that you're being responsible when you use your social media. So for example, if you're showing up on social media and the people that you follow are making you feel some type of way, you have to take that into account. Are you following people who are inspiring you and motivating you? Because that's one thing. But looking at someone who shares unrealistic standards is a whole nother thing. And a lot of your insecurities may be coming because you're following people who are sharing unrealistic standards for beauty. You never see them looking a mess. And I'm not saying everybody should show up looking a mess. What I'm saying is if you're following people who have perfect bodies with like no dimples, no stretch marks, they don't share anything bad ever goes on in their life because their life is just perfect. They're rich. They're showing you all the great things. That may be what's making you feel less than. And it's not true because I promise you every human deals with their own shit. Everybody has baggage. Everybody has flaws physically, emotionally, and in their character. So you have to look at the people that you're following. And number five is just practicing self-love daily. Some of the things that you can do is read a book especially a personal development book. Go outside, get in the sun, go for a hike, do new things. Doing something new, there's something about doing something new that just makes you so excited and it makes you want to do another new thing. 
So make sure you're doing something new and something that scares you a little bit every day because it helps you grow. You want to meet new people. People are amazing. I talk a lot about social media and how you should be careful using it, but I also talk about how amazing social media is and it really does come down in how you use it. It could be the most amazing tool that you can have on your device, but it can also be one of the ones that destroys you. So you have to pay attention to what you're searching, what you're looking at, who you follow, what your thoughts are on something, and don't let no one change your mind because they shared their opinion. You have to know yourself so that when you're using social media, it becomes one of those things where you find motivation, you find inspiration, you find ideas, you see what's possible for your life because there are so many amazing people who are going to show up 100% authentically themselves. They're going to look good some days, and then they're going to show you the messiness behind the scenes some days. And that is what's real. So there are some amazing people out there that you can learn from that can help you. So you have to make sure that you're meeting new people in real life as well, not just social media. Because those same amazing humans that live behind those screens, I guarantee you there are some amazing humans that probably live in your neighborhood that you don't even know yet. Taking a look at that list of goals that you set and going after your goals, even if you fail, just have fun with it. Even if you fail, just go into it knowing that you are going to fail because it's something new that you're trying. You're trying to reach this goal and don't get so caught up in the fact that you failed. That is when people quit. Just go after it. That is also self-care, making sure that you are staying committed to the things that you set out for your life. I believe that that's self-care. You're taking care of you and what's important to you in your future. I'm a huge believer in writing out your thoughts. One of the things that I love about this podcast is that I can come on here and put my thoughts in here because I'm sharing from the heart. I'm sharing from experiences, from things that I've learned, and you guys are going to get to see my opinion now and my opinion three years from now. And so grabbing a journal, writing your thoughts, sharing with yourself what you're thinking about is really helpful especially in overcoming insecurities. You can make a list of all the things that you're insecure about and next to it, really think about, is that something that makes you insecure? And I'm gonna give you guys an example. So I have three kids. I had my first daughter at 17. I didn't know anything about taking care of my skin when I was pregnant. So I used to scratch, but I have stretch marks and I remember I used to be embarrassed about them. And then one day I thought, you know, why? And this is true for everything in my life. I thought, why am I spending so much time worried about having stretch marks? Why is it something that I'm insecure about? Because here's the thing, am I willing to give up my entire life worrying about something that I can't change? They're not going away. I'm not gonna get any laser type surgery to remove them. They're just there. I got them from having my kids. So one day, you guys, I literally just made the decision to go, I'm just done. Like, I don't care. I'm going to wear the two-piece bathing suit. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to live my best life. If people don't like to see them, guess what, boo? You can close your eyes. But I just let it go because it is one of those things that I realized I don't have any control over this. Same thing with any white hairs that grow out of my head. I don't care. Wrinkles in my face. Like, I'm going to try to take care of my skin, obviously, but I'm not going to obsess about having a wrinkle or getting older. When my birthday comes, I celebrate. You're not going to catch me going, oh, no, I'm 30 or oh, no, I'm going to be 40. I'm actually excited. I'm planning to be the fittest ever when I reach 40. And so I had to change my thought process and realize like I'm going to celebrate all this stuff instead of letting it make me feel some type of way. Because here's the thing. We're all going to age. 
I'm not going to live my life worried about something that's going to happen no matter what and living in the past. I'm not going to sit here in my 30s reminiscing about how I felt or what I looked like when I was in my 20s. Because realistically, if I'm being honest, I actually look better now than I did when I was in my 20s because now I'm taking care of myself. So instead of reminiscing about when I was younger, I'm having fun with it. I'm trying to age in reverse. I'm just going to do my best to take care of my body, take care of my health, and my body's gonna do what it's gonna do, but I'm gonna celebrate every year. And the last thing that I wanna leave you with is this. I understand that we're all going to have certain things that we wanna change, and that is okay. If it is in your control, then girl, change it. If, for example, you wanna lose weight, it's okay. Get on a plan, do the work that it takes, and lose the weight. If you want to change and have surgery on something, that is up to you. No one can tell you if you should or not. As long as you are 100% okay with the decision you're making because it's based off of how you feel, not because of what the world made you feel beauty is, then you go for it. And if there's something that is out of your control that you don't like, do a hell of a lot of personal development to learn how to let that go, to learn how to accept it and just be okay with it. You have to know that you're beautiful no matter what, no matter what, that your flaws, which we call them flaws, and I wish we could just find a different word for them, but our flaws is what makes us unique. That's what makes you you. So own it because not only is it important for you, but it's also important for us, especially as mamas, to set the realistic idea of what beauty is for our children to make sure that our children are growing up being happy with themselves and aren't developing these insecurities because of what the world puts out. So like I always tell you, go out, be the best you, don't have any fears on what you think beauty is. Just own it. Unleash yourself. This is what this show is all about, is helping you unleash yourself and being 100% authentically you and being okay with it. Have fun in your life. Don't worry about these little things that are not going to matter at the end of the day. I really hope that this episode helped you. I can't wait to hear what you guys' thoughts are and how this helped you. And I hope that you live your best life. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.